Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for over eight years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Get your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my beautiful friend and brilliant co-host, Ananga Sivir. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And in this week's podcast, we're responding to a question from our inbox, and that is, why does eating help my anxiety? Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shan. So this is right up my alley. I know about eating and anxiety. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. Well, let's talk about this. What is this all about from your perspective? This is one of those questions that really makes me smile. You might remember, Shan, a couple of years ago, somebody wrote to us and said, how come my anxiety gets so much worse if I eat a lot of salad? Yeah. And you could think, what's up with that? You know, what's wrong with me? But Ayurveda has the answer. It had the answer to the salad issue. And it has a beautiful insight here into why does eating help my anxiety? And not just eating, but what we eat and how we eat. So if we just do a little Ayurveda recap, Ayurveda being India's beautiful ancient science of how to live a long, healthy and peaceful life. Ayurveda means the science of life. And it teaches that we're made up of varying combinations of the five elements from the grossest to the most subtle, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. And those five elements come down into three body types, vata, pitta, kapha. So kapha is made up of earth and water, so it's like clay, heavy, grounded, stable. Pitta is made up of fire and water, so it's like steam, it's hot, it has lots of transformative processes that it governs in the body like digestion and perception and vata is made up of the remaining two the most subtle air and ether so vata types are very creative funny quick-witted wonderful people to know they can be very wise but their challenge is that they are the most prone to anxiety and to feeling ungrounded most people that suffer from anxiety, there's a, a high vata portion in their makeup, or any one of us can become what Ayurveda would call vata disturbed due to shock or a lot of change in your life. The vata dosha, the vata quality can become disturbed within us. Signs and symptoms of increased or disturbed vata include nervousness, anxiety, fear, Insomnia, disturbed sleep, very light sleep, easily awakened, constipation, an aversion to cold and wind that can make our ears ache, make us feel more uncomfortable, dry or chapped skin, 
feeling spaced out, scattered, disconnected from those around us, dissociated or ungrounded, runaway thoughts, overthinking, and feeling excessively talkative, like you just have to say what's on your mind and you just really need to get it out and be understood. All of these come under increased vata. When we talk about the vata dosha, there's just something I would like to clarify as well. So if you tend to be physically kapha, you can still be vata deranged. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So all of us have a predominance in us where we might be predominantly one of these types or we might be a mix of two, but anyone can become vata deranged or vata disturbed through a lot of stress, shock, trauma, change that increases this energy in the body. I know people who are predominantly quite kapha, quite earthy types, quite grounded types, and over time I've seen their mind become increasingly vata. So the mind can also differ a little bit from the body. If you just look at the symptoms or listen back over the symptoms we've just discussed, if you're feeling scattered, ungrounded, disconnected, anxious, like you just need to speak and express something that's really on your mind, those mean that the vata energy is up, it's increased and it's, it's challenged. And where does vata live in the spaces in our bodies? That's where it lives. It lives in the spaces in the body. It lives in the head, in the ears, and the colon is the main site of vata because of the ether component. Ether is space. It's the, the universal container. So vata lives in space, in the spaces. It also lives in our bones. So interesting. See, I'm learning something new today, along with our <laughs> listeners. Thank you, Ananga. So when we feel empty, inside or you know just that empty feeling that you can get on occasion this invites or provokes vata doesn't it yeah the challenge is for vata types that they're the most erratic eaters we were talking here about why do i feel better why does my anxiety feel better when i eat vata types are the most erratic eaters they're on the go they're moving they've got a lot to say they've got a lot to do and they really of the three different types the most likely to skip meals and the most in need of meals, regular meals. So they're likely to skip meals, go for quick snacks like potato chips, which are dry and light, which doesn't serve them well. But when somebody who's predominantly vata, somebody suffering from anxiety, eats a warm, healthy meal, they feel nourished and grounded. And that brings into balance the airy and ethereal nature of vata that can cause anxiety. So that's why when you eat, you feel better particularly if it's the right thing you're eating, something warm, heavy, nourishing. Ayurveda teaches that everything has its use, and even the waste materials in the body have a function too. So the contents of the colon give ballast to the body. They give warmth and a sense of groundedness. So in vata types, Again, this shows why when we eat a good, nourishing, healthy meal and then it moves on through that main site vata into the colon, then there's ballast and there's warmth and there's grounded material there. And one thing that I've learned from you, Ananga, is that these folks are also very prone to gas and constipation, and that's because they might not be hydrated enough. They need to keep better hydrated and add warm teas to their repertoire, um, more soups and stews and things like that that can dispel 
gas uh, and make them feel so much better. And a couple of teas that work really well are fennel tea and mint tea. Yeah, all body types have their digestive areas where they may experience challenge. So vata types are prone more to constipation because it's a drier body type. Dryness is their challenge. So constipation is dryness in the colon. The challenge with vata is always hydration and oleation, water and oil. Same as in your car. You have to put the oil in as well as the fuel. It needs both. The engine needs lubricating. So it's really important. We talk a lot about hydration, but water without oil can also be drying. If you take a shower and you wash your face in hot water and soap, when you come out, your face is dry. Yeah. You have to put some oil or something on your face to look after your skin. So it's the same internally. So the challenge with vata is to keep the dryness down. When we're too dry, we start to chatter, we start to rattle, and that comes out as nervousness. I think it's also important to bring forward the benefit of massaging the lower abdomen with warm oil and keeping it supported and covered with snug clothes if you, if you have a tummy ache, if you're not feeling well, or if you're dealing with constipation. Yeah, and just for that sense of security, vata benefits from touch. They benefit from oil massage, from, we've talked before about weighted blankets. It's the vata type that would really benefit from weighted blankets, from the feeling of being held and support. Pitta types, they might find that irritating and want to hurl it off. (laughs) Kapha types, they've already got their own groundedness going on. It won't necessarily register with them, but vata needs to feel secure and warm and held. So sometimes if you're feeling vata disturbed, it can be really helpful to get some stretchy pants, something warm Uh and and just feel snug and safe, something that just feels comfortable and protected. And let's circle back around now to about eating and talking about eating, because it's not just the eating that helps you feel better. It's what you choose to eat. It's what you put in your body. Yeah, again, vata, they're going to go for things like potato chips. And it's not a good idea. Kaffa will go for things like donuts. It's not what they need. Pitta, they like pickles and spicy foods, and they certainly don't need that. Sometimes we have this misconception that if it feels so good to me, it must be right. And sadly, that's not true. (laughs) The rule in Ayurveda is to treat everything with gentle opposites. So vata is changeable. So it needs regular meals. Don't let the changeability affect your meal times. We've discussed it's dry, so it needs nourishing warm meals. Don't allow your your mind to just tell you, oh, I've got to eat something and just grab something. Vata needs to sit down and eat regularly, warm, wet, and slightly oily are the key words that I'm always <laughs> reiterating, but they're right. really important. Warm, wet, and oily are the key words for Vata. Things like squash, nuts, especially almonds, carrots, beets, warm milky drinks with cinnamon and nutmeg, use warming spices. Vata tends to be cold, so we need to warm it up. Ginger, black pepper, cumin in your cooking can really help with that. Avoid stimulants, avoid caffeine, avoid cold, dry foods. There we have the why. Do I feel more anxious if I eat so much salad? Mm cold it's dry it's also rough the salad is rough and that's another um, attribute that increases vata avoid refined sugars be wary of alcohol 
cold carbonated drinks don't help vata. We've got enough air to deal with without the bubbles in our drinks. Sure. So warm teas would be a better choice. And to favor foods that are naturally sweet and salty, not potato chips, which are added salt, but foods that naturally feel sweet and savory and just really grounding, like the healthy comfort foods, like a stew or a soup, vegetable stew or soup. Mm -hmm. They're called comfort foods for a reason, and that's what's needed. And some other things that are quite helpful is to oil the spaces, meaning apply warm oil to your ears, um, to your nose. It really helps, especially at this time of year, in in autumn and in, in winter, and if you can, cover them as well. It's such a simple thing to do. And it helps tremendously. It makes such a difference. If you're going out walking, you can just put a couple of drops of warm olive oil in your ears and just do the good old-fashioned thing, put some cotton wool in there as well, or a scarf or a, a hat. If, if I'm going out walking at this time of year, I'd always cover my ears with a hat. My ears do not appreciate the autumn wind. And you can feel it stir your mind up if you're not protected. And then we also talk a lot about routine and how important it is to care for ourselves. And especially if you're feeling a bit vata disturbed, you want to have a steady routine. You want to try and get up and and get to bed at the same time. Make sure you're having regular meals. This is also going to help keep your blood sugar steady. Really important. And eating breakfast is really important as well. And this is where you want to have a warm, nourishing breakfast like oatmeal made with some almond milk and maybe some dates and cinnamon. You can switch things up in your your oatmeal. I'm really enjoying having a combination of flax and chia and just a little bit of oats. Uh, you can really mix it up and have a very nice breakfast. It's such a great way to start your day. Yeah, then you've got your your groundedness in place first thing in the day. You've got your warm ballast in your stomach and it's going to move through your system and just keep you grounded. And the other key area to remember is you want to be warm. Keep yourself as warm as you can. Take warm baths. Make sure you have a nice, comfortable, cozy, warm bed, plenty of blankets, whatever you need. And then another reminder that we already mentioned earlier, but it's important, oil your ears and cover your ears in autumn and winter. It's going to make a big difference. Yeah. And try it and see. Sometimes initially when we share tips from Ayurveda, it sounds unusual, but it's completely transformed my life and my health. And I always remember a friend some years ago who was suffering awfully with anxiety in her health. And she took to heart the tip to apply warm oil to her ears and her nose. And she would, when she came to stay, she'd come out the bathroom and she'd have oil running down her face because she loved the feel of it so much she just used <laughs> so much oil and she was so open and and sweet about it. it used to really make me laugh and I really appreciated how she just embraced that and she said to me one day this is helping me more than anything else I've tried and she was trying lots of different things yeah. and that really really she could feel feel the difference so play with it have a try and remind remind us Sananga what's what is your favorite oil to use I like sesame oil yeah for vata types, sesame oil is the recommended oil. Try and find a nice, organic, clean, cold-pressed one. I found a couple of bottles on Amazon recently, which are really nice. Or herbs do very good 
quality clean oils. Okay. And that's my favorite. And you can use some in the shower. I like to uh, use it for oil pulling in the shower in the mornings. I, I actually keep a big bottle. It looks like a wine bottle in my shower, <laughs> but it's a bottle of sesame oil. And I will use that for everything. I'll, I'll have a swig while I'm showering and do some oil pulling. It's really good for your teeth and stops receding gums. It keeps the tissues of the mouth oleated and protected. You put some in your ears. You can do some oil massage with it. If you're in a rush, I sometimes mix some in with my shower gel. Just pour some in the shower gel bottle. Uh-huh. Get a nice unstripping shower gel that's as natural as possible. And I will add some almond or sesame oil to the bottle. So when you bathe, you're not drying yourself out. Yeah, I love almond oil as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stock up. It's the right time to do it, and it's going to make a big difference in your life for sure. Well, thank you so much, Ananga. I'm glad we came together to talk about food and how it can help us calm our anxiety and all of these other wonderful tips and resources for when you're feeling a bit vata disturbed. You have everything you need right before you to take care of yourself. It just takes practice. Get everything you need to start slaying your anxiety today. Visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com to claim our free Anxiety Slayer starter course. You get four guided sessions, including an EFT tapping session, guided breathing practice, and special module on overcoming the fear of anxiety. Don't just listen to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. Become an Anxiety Slayer. Claim your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com.